0: Greetings and welcome to Johnny Talks. On today's podcast, I'll be reading my creative nonfiction piece for Miss Miller's English class. It is titled, I Want to Fix You. All things have a beginning. Every goal you set, every dream or aspiration you have, planned for the future, it can all be traced back to a specific moment in our lives My moment came to be when I was about three years old in the living room of our first home, when I felt compelled to ask my mommy what had happened to her legs. I had always known that there was something different about her, but I never asked her why. I put my hand on her legs and asked her what was wrong. She began to explain to me how she couldn't move her legs anymore because when she was a little girl in Ecuador, she and her family had been living in a small camp for the families of workers who were constructing a bridge in Babaoyo, Ecuador, and the conditions were very poor, which caused her to fall ill with polio. My first response was not one of shock or sadness, but of compassion. I looked up at her and told her that one day I would fix her and she would be able to walk again because I would become a doctor. A big claim for a tiny three-year-old Jonathan, but that was truly the beginning of a dream, to become a doctor or anything where I can help others and be around the science of medicine. Through my childhood, my interest for science and medicine continued. Each time we would visit the doctor's office, I would be very fascinated and never afraid to go. I was one of the few children who loved going to the doctor. My mother made it a priority of hers to ensure I was in good health. She didn't want her experience with doctors to affect my perception on them. So she would make sure to take me to the doctor for all my checkups, and especially when it came to immunizations, which lined up with research found in a study on the correlation between disability in the household and its effect on childhood immunization. It was concluded that for my specific situation where I only had one parent with a disability who wasn't confined to a bed and was able to carry on with daily activities with little to no assistance, I was able to receive all my immunizations In the designated time. One thing my mother would always stress and emphasize on was the importance of working hard to achieve your goals. She came from a home where her parents did the best they could with what they knew, but many of the things my mother had learned was from her environment. She grew up giving her drive to learn and a desire to be the best she could. Being a survivor of polio made my mother push herself as hard as she could, as did many other polio survivors, according to a study conducted on the psychological effects of polio. Those same beliefs were instilled in me from a young age, giving me a slightly different outlook on life. As I grew older, the respect and admiration for my mother and all the things she had overcome made me strive to be the best I could. Polio survivors had attained educational and socioeconomic levels higher than those of the general population, and studies show that the same hard work and discipline these patients put into rehabilitation fueled their professional and educational endeavors. Being a polio survivor's son pushed me to want to excel, just as my mother had in every area of life, especially academics, so I would one day be able to reach my goal of helping others through the science of medicine. With my passion for science and my creative imagination as a child, I would invent many different things in my head to help my mother and make her life easier. I recall pulling ideas from cartoons that I enjoyed, such as the Jetsons and Jimmy Neutron. I would always tell my mom that I had ideas to upgrade her and her crutches at the time. I told her one day I would invent extra robotic arms that she could wear as a backpack and would help her reach more things. When she was using her crutches, I also told her that I would put rockets on her crutches so she could get around easier. But all my ideas came from a place of love and wanting to help her. Similarly, a woman named Ida Brinkman, who was a polio survivor, had a husband named Johnny that had created many things for her to make her life easier and better. During the summer of 2017 was the last time I had accompanied my mother to her polio doctor appointment. The first time I ever went with her, I was quite young, and I had it had been a while since I went with her before, so I was excited to see Dr. Kaldas and to be able to ask her questions. My mother had told me that this follow-up follow was for her post-polio syndrome and to discuss a plan of action as she got older and needed to rely more on the help of others so she wouldn't strain herself. Hearing about post-polio syndrome from Dr. Caldus made me somewhat concerned but not all that much because my mother always did what she could to not worry us. I decided I would look into post-polio syndrome for myself, and I found out that survivors of paralytic polio are reporting unexpected fatigue, pain, and weakness. The cause appeared to be degradation of the motor neurons. After educating myself on post-polio syndrome, I would always remind my mother what Dr. Caldas had told her and how she needed to not be straining herself as much. In the 17 years of my life, I have been blessed with so many things, but the greatest of those blessings is my mother. She is a woman who has taught me so much and instilled in me a drive to excel in everything I do, but also her disability put a calling in my heart to want to help others and to become a doctor. Thank you guys for listening.